So, uh, my name's Kerry. I love the Bible. We're going to read from the Bible today, and um, it's going to be fantastic. So, put your hand on your heart and say, Lord, your will, nothing else. Amen. Amen. I just need you to know that I almost didn't come to church today because my chickens are having babies and they're hatching right now. (laughs) And it was such a stretch for me to get here because I really wanted to see them. When we left, there was one that had just hatched, but like not fluffy yet. So I'm really excited to go home and like see the fluffy chick when I get home. Would anyone like to come and see the chickens? You're welcome to come. So today we are going to talk about real faith, legitimate faith. What does that mean? And um, you probably have heard this passage before in the Bible if you've been here for a long time or if you've been here for even a little bit. And it talks about faith and deeds. So why don't you grab your Bible and we're going to turn to the book of James, James chapter 2. So before we read some scripture from the book of James today, we want to ask who is James and what is this whole deal? What is happening here? So James is the brother of Jesus, <laughs> like no pressure, hey, like no comparison. <laughs> James is the brother of Jesus, which is kind of a big deal. And the letter that we're reading from today, it's, it's basically James's, all of James's wisdom that he has gleaned from the life and ministry of Jesus and his personal life experience. And he's like, um, these are the best parts. These are the things that are really important. And so we would do well to pay attention to some of this because James, he's not a theology guy, but he is a challenge how you live guy, right? Turn to someone next to you and say, you're going to be challenged today. If you're new, don't worry about it. It's fine. (laughs) You're going to be challenged today. So James is saying, here's what I know. Here's what I know to be true from my experience. Um, Where are all my dog people at? You love dogs? Yep, any cat people here? Okay, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to the dog people. (laughs) You know how dogs are really good at deciding, they're really good at telling, is this a good person or this is a bad person? You know? Okay, so James is a person that your dog is going to love. Your dog is going to love him. You're going to want to have a beer with him. This is the kind of guy that he is. And so I'm really excited to read some things that he has written. So there's actually a a bunch of language in James that he's kind of plagiarized, really, from the Sermon on the Mount, if you're familiar, or the Book of Proverbs, if you're familiar. And so, you know, we'll let that go. He's a good guy. Our dogs will like him, but he has plagiarized and that's a thing. But that's okay because James is all about, he's all about Jesus' summary of the Torah, which if you have been here for a little while, you will know is love God and love your neighbor as yourself. That's the whole everything summarized. Love God and love your neighbor as yourself. And that is the deal. That is James's deal. So we're going to read. Are you ready? Yes. We're going to start at verse 14. Chapter 2, verse 14, and here's what it says. What good is it, my brothers and sisters, if someone claims to have faith but has no deeds? Can such a faith save them? Suppose a brother or sister without clothes or food, you come across a brother or sister without clothes or food, and if one of you says, go in peace, keep warm and be well fed, but does nothing for their physical needs, what good is it? In the same way, faith by itself, if it's not accompanied by action, is dead. So just by way of clarity, you will probably read in your Connect group uh, later this week, you'll probably read down a little bit, and you'll see that in verse 24 it says, you see that a person is considered righteous or justified, maybe in your Bible, by what they do and not faith alone. So this is a little bit confusing. We're just going to talk about it real quick so you don't hyperventilate in the car after church, okay? 
everything's okay. <laughs> so just by way of clarity, let's just clear this up before we move on. We know in Ephesians that Paul says, for it is by grace that you have been saved. And it's a gift from God, right? We know this. It is by grace that you have been saved and it is a gift from God. There is nothing that you can do to make God love you more than he already does. There's nothing that you can do to make, to convince God to give you salvation. It is a gift from God because he's good. God is good and kind. That's what he's like. That's who he is. And so let's just clear that up right now. So which one is it? Are we saved by works or are we saved by faith? What does it mean that a person is considered righteous by what they do and not by faith alone? So there's an original word here, a Greek word that's important. And the Greek word here is where it says considered righteous, or you might have in your Bible justified by, is actually this word. It's D-K-I-O. So D, like Dee Morowitz, wherever she is, Kai. Oh, and it means to be, it means showing to be righteous, showing, showing to be righteous, or it means conformed to a proper standard. So if we understand this word as it's written, you can relax, you are saved by grace, you are saved by faith in Jesus alone. So what this is talking about then is that our works are conforming to a proper standard. Jesus is the standard and we will never get it fully right. But the goal for our faith is maturing toward a proper standard. Yeah, everyone with me? Maturing toward a proper standard. So we can say it like this. Our works, the things we do, our deeds are the visible evidence, the outward evidence of our faith. Eugene Peterson puts it like this. He says, dear friends, do you think that you'll get anywhere in this life if you learn all the right words but you never do anything? Does merely talking about faith indicate that a person really has it? For instance, if you come upon a friend dressed in rags and half-starved and you just say, good morning, friend, be clothed with Christ, be filled with the Holy Spirit, and you walk off without providing so much as a coat or a cup of soup, what does that get you? This is the best line in the whole message. Isn't it obvious that God talk without God acts is outrageous nonsense? I can already hear one of you agreeing and saying, that sounds good. You take care of the faith department. I will take care of the works department. Faith and works, works and faith fit together hand in glove. So they go together, these things, and we can't separate them, right? So this feels like the right time to say thank you. Thank you to everybody who actually gave this week and last week toward... um, uh, we took up some money just to help people out who had, whose homes had been damaged by the storms. And we just can I just say how grateful I am to you? This made a huge difference to so many people. And I had the pleasure of going to people's houses and just saying, hey, we love you. We want to help you. You don't need to do anything. You don't have to come to church. We just want you to know that we love you and we're thinking of you. And it was beautiful, you guys. If you were, who, who cries in movies lots, you would, be, you would have been crying the whole time. You would have been crying, I'm telling you. So thank you so much, you guys. And, and you gave because of the maturity of your faith. You gave because of the maturity of your faith. That's Because it's one thing to recognize a need, hey. Because the passage that we just read is talking about that guy in that passage. He saw the guy who needed help, who needed clothes, who needed food. He recognized the need, but he didn't do anything about it. And so doing something about it is a totally, it's a different ball game, right? It's a different thing altogether to recognize a need. And then it's a different thing altogether to do something about that need. And that's what we want to talk about today. We actually had no idea really 
what we would do for our community after the shock of the storm a couple of weekends ago. And so, but we thought maybe we can just help one family. Like, we'll just start with one. We'll just help one family. And um, honestly, it just felt like a, a tiny, insignificant gesture that we kind of pinned to our faith like a flimsy paperclip. That's what it felt like. But um, if we know anything about God, and if you know anything about God this morning, you will know that God actually grabs hold of flimsy human things, and he makes them much. He breathes on them, and he does something by his Holy Spirit, and makes it way more than we could have imagined. And so I'm so grateful for your giving, because $10,000 over four days, how amazing, this is what God can do. This is us giving God our flimsy paperclip faith. And he just makes much of it. And so we praise God for that. We praise God for that. Um, In our regional Zoom meeting, you might have heard of Pastor Paul Bartlett. He's our um, state, New South Wales state guy, president. (laughs) And um, one of the things that he talked about was how he's been rethinking his own faith. And um, who's all the prayer people? Like prayer is important. We love prayer. I'm not saying don't pray. (laughs) But one thing he did say was maybe it's time to stop praying for the guy down the road who's lonely, who needs some food, and go and visit him. Let's put some action to our faith. Let's put some deeds, back our faith up with some deeds. And so he's on this whole journey. If you, He's written a book called Rethink It if you're interested in that. Um, So after the storm, there were people everywhere and people were recovering and moving stuff around. And and then I see there's people from our church and they're like taking meals to people who didn't really even ask for them. Who knows if they even like what they made? But this is like the love in action. This is the faith in action. People just, I think I can feed you. That's all I can do. (laughs) I don't know how to fix it, but here's some food. Who knows? That's awesome. Yeah, that's an awesome thing. And so thank you to those people. You know, Jesus never mentions millions of dollars being exchanged or the Fred Hollows Foundation, but that is awesome, or compassion, which is also awesome. But he does mention, as he's sending out his people to do the work of God, that a cup of water being given, it matters. That matters. That one cup for that one person, it matters. I think every person here, we want to help others. And as humans, we, I think we kind of need a structure to work within. And so that's why when someone says, we're raising money for this or sponsor a child, we're like, yes, I can do that. I can do that. Because everyone wants to help, right? There's not a person in this room that wouldn't want to help somebody if they had the opportunity. But not everybody knows how to do that and where to go to do that. And so that's where things like compassion, things like the tornado appeal, all of those things, that's where they are awesome. But I want to encourage you this morning to not negate just your own personal expression. Just your own personal expression. You don't need to wait for the next tornado to help somebody out. You don't need to. You can do it this week. You can do it this week. It's so awesome and valuable to sponsor a child, but let's make our faith personal, hey? Make it about the cup of water that we offer to the one. And in this way, the Bible says, you are fulfilling the law of Christ. So in the book of James, beyond the passage that we've read from today already, we actually see another sphere of action that accompanies faith that I just want to quickly talk about today. And so James points us towards things that we ourselves inwardly do. So we've talked about our faith and our works. If we believe in Jesus, if we love God, we love the world, then we do things and that's the evidence of our faith. But I want to talk now also about this inward, the inward actions of our heart. 
the inward exchanges of our faith. What does it mean to have faith? What does that look like in our heart, in our personal, in our personal devotion? So one commentary on the word, we've used the word deeds, works, actions, right? One commentary on that word, that original word, it includes the dynamic of inner intention or purpose. So inner intention or purpose, that is part of your faith too. It's not just feeding someone who needs to be fed, but there is inner work that needs to be done as well for our faith to reach maturity. So not only our outward actions, but our inner life, if you like. So Jesus says something really cool in Matthew chapter 5. He says, The good man brings good things out of the good store of treasure, and the evil man brings evil things. He's talking about our heart, right? The good man out of the goodness in his heart brings good things. And the opposite is also true. So this word good, it actually means anything that originates from God and that is empowered by him in their life through faith. That's what this word good means. So mature, grown-up, full-blown faith, it doesn't happen on its own, does it? No, is the answer. (laughs) It doesn't happen on its own. (laughs) It requires action from us. But these works and these actions, these are works that not everybody sees, right? People can see when you give money. People can see when you fix someone's house, whatever it might be, and do those things and it's okay if people see. But this is talking, we're talking now about things that nobody sees. So we're talking about spiritual disciplines. This, these are part of the actions that are necessary to develop a mature faith. So I'm talking about things like prayer, like your personal prayer, like your personal convictions, or like your personal um, confession, like the thoughts that you have on a daily basis, the things that you say out loud, maybe the things that you say out loud about other people, all of these things, these inward things, they are also evidences of our faith and require some action to mature our faith. So, because I love you, And because we we all want to be a church with a mature expression of faith, right? We all want that. Something went wrong. (laughs) It's cool. (laughs) Because we want to be that church with a a mature expression of faith, can I ask you today, and me, I will do the same. Let's just take stock of our deeds outwardly and our actions inwardly our confessions inwardly, our, our procedures and our habits inwardly. This is so important. And can I just ask you to deliberately wrestle with and examine your, in all of your inner deeds and practices? Because there's a sense in which it is easy to give money away, right? Maybe you're like, I don't have a lot of money to give away. That's not what I mean. We value, we value generosity and that's awesome. But it is, I've been in that place where it's easier to give someone some money than to go and sit with them, <laughs> to go and pray with them. It's a brave and holy thing to do that. It's a brave and holy thing to forgive somebody. It's, it's actually undemanding generally to rock up to church every Sunday. Anyone can do it. Anyone's welcome. Anyone can come. Anyone can be on time. Anyone can be on time. And um, <laughs> I meant to say it twice for you. That's for you, Dan. It's for you. Be on time. <laughs> it's undemanding to turn up to church every Sunday, right? It's undemanding. But it's brave and holy to prefer one another above yourselves. This is a brave and holy inward action. This is a brave and holy thing. 
Delivering flowers is like super, super easy, but it's brave and holy to intercede on someone's behalf. This is a brave and holy thing. And so let's take stock of these inward actions and this inward side of our maturing of our faith. So the question today might be, am I balanced in these things? Is what is happening outside, does it match up with what is happening inside? Is it balanced? Are they working together to produce a holistic faith? So James is all about this. If you read the rest of the book, read it this week. Read it with your connect. James is all about this. Working together to produce a holistic faith, your works and your deeds, outwardly and inwardly. Is your outward deed a genuine expression of maturing faith? Or is it a smokescreen for a forgotten spiritual life? I've been there. No judgment. It's all cool. Let's just talk about it. So in your Connect group this week, and if you don't have a group, come and see me and I will help you out. I'd love for you to talk about like the nitty gritty of this. Like what does that mean? What does this mean to take stock of our inner actions? What does this mean to take stock of our outer, outward expression? I'd love for you to talk about it together and just be real and just be honest because this is how we'll grow and this is what we want for our church, right? We don't want to come doing the same things every week. We want to grow in our faith. We want to see people come to faith in Jesus' name. So that means, that means taking into account with your Connect leader things like your personal strengths, your personal gifts, your personality type, how much time you have, all of these things, all of these facets of life. This, these are all things that we consider when we think about our personal outward expression of faith because Dave's outward expression of faith is not going to be the same as Pip's. They're going to be totally different and that's Okay. That's okay. So, if you're a Christian then, like me, and you believe that we're here in Armadale so that people will know what God is like, anyone, so that people will come to know him, you know, that's the plan, to show the love of God to people and to allow the Holy Spirit to do his crucial work. But lazy faith won't get that done. It won't. Zombie faith. I was talking to the kids. Zombie faith. Dead faith. You know zombie faith? I was like, do you think if I put zombies on the screen, everyone will freak out? Zoe's like, don't do it. Don't do it, mum. Lazy faith. Zombie faith. (laughs) With that kind of lazy faith and that dead faith, we won't reach people. We'll just scare them with with religiosity. And that's not what we want. That's not what we want. I want to speak to the young people here, and I think they're all out (laughs) in the foyer. Yeah, Lisa, you're a young person. (laughs) Let me talk to the young people for a second. Because when I was a teenager, and I went to conference after conference, damaging my hearing because of all the loud music, (laughs) all the rage to talk about as far as all the famous speakers and what they talked about was... um, like knowing your purpose and changing the world and having an impact on the And that's good. That's awesome, right? That's so cool. But what I think it left was a legacy of a whole generation of young people like me that felt like, well, if I'm not famous and if my, the outworking of my faith doesn't look like this, then what even is it? Like it's not even worth it. But I want to tell you today, young people, Tabitha, Zoe, all of the girls out in the foyer, Jolene, you look young enough. I want to say to you, that God doesn't need you to change the world. He just needs you to develop a mature faith. That's all. That's all you need to do. Your career, everything that happens after that, the flourishing of your gifts, they will all come if you prioritize the maturing of your faith. Can you hear me out there, girls? 
Amen. That's it. So, <laughs> yeah. I hope that you would remember that this morning. God isn't asking you to change the world. Just develop your faith and you'll be cool. You'll be cool. That's all he asks of us. Awesome. To do with the outworking of your faith, we've mentioned that everybody's outworking will be different, right? And that's okay. It's okay. So have a think for a moment. What are my strengths? Just right now in this moment, what are my strengths? What am I awesome at? What do I hate? What do I hate doing? Have a little think now. And this week I want you to have a chat with your Connect leader or maybe with an elder or anyone. Have a chat with a friend and just think about how do my strengths and how, how do what I'm good at, how, how will this work into the outworking of my faith, the maturity of my faith that others can see and that I can see, that only God can see. I am a words person. I will give you flowers And I will say, get up, you can do this, I believe in you. This is the kind of person that I am. I will tell you to get up because you can do this. I will say, Tabitha, can you hear me, girl? Tabitha, if anyone can do this, you can. God will use you, Tabitha, to bring joy to young people who have lost their hope. He will use you, Tabitha, to include others that no one else is willing to include. But you will include them because you know Jesus. They are not willing, but you are willing. You can do it, God helping you. This is what I would say to her. Tabitha, I would give you flowers, and that's what I would say to you, friend. This is what Andrew would say to Tabitha. Andrew, who is completely different, right? He would say, Tabitha, if you are ever in a house fire, I will rescue you. That's what he would say to you, Tabitha. (laughs) So everybody is different. Your faith, your outward faith does not have to look like somebody else's. But what matters is that we use what we have for the glory of God and that we focus on those inward processes of maturing our faith so that people would come to know what God is really like. Amen? Awesome. Hey, why don't you stand with me for a moment? So... My hope and prayer for us today, we're not going to do continue the combo. We're going to go out and have a chat with one another and um, eat some snags together. It's going to be good. My hope and prayer for us today, and if I could just ask you, like, as a friend, like, I'm your friend and I want what is the best for you. I want you to know God. I want you to just flourish in all things, Holy Spirit, in all things, God, in in every way in your relationship with Jesus. If I could just speak to you as friends, friends with baby chickens. (laughs) My prayer today is not that you would go away feeling like, oh man, I need to do more. I'm not doing enough. Like that you would feel guilty. That's not the way this needs to go. Do you understand? awesome. (laughs) It's not what we're talking about. This is not about you do more, you're not doing enough, you're not worthy, none of that. Rubbish, kick it out, kick it out of your brain right now. That's not what this is. I would just ask you though to just genuinely consider today, is my faith alive? Is it healthy? And is there fruit? Is Armadale enriched because of my relationship with Jesus? That's it. That's it. And no matter what the answer is, it's not too late for God to take a hold of. Don't even worry about it. 
So we're just going to have a moment now. <laughs> and if you feel like, oh, yeah, I think I need to think about those things. I think I need to maybe, maybe I need to recommit. Maybe I need to just sort my inward actions out before I continue on with my outward expression. Then it's totally cool. It's totally fine. You know, Paul says, all that matters is faith expressing itself as love. How good is that? All that matters is faith expressing itself as love. So how is your faith expressed outwardly today? And how is it expressed inwardly? And they're the only things we need to think about. No condemnation. But we're here to grow and we're here to mature in our faith. Amen? Amen. So let's pray for a moment. Holy Spirit, I want to thank you that you are speaking and moving now. Lord, I want to pray for everybody, everybody in our church today, God, in the foyer, in the auditorium, out with the kids, out at the barbecue, every person, God, would you speak to us, Holy Spirit, this week? Lord, would you put your finger on things that it's time to just shake the dust off. It's time to shake the dust off that personal devotion. It's time to shake the dust off that prayer life. It's time to do better with our words, whatever it might be inwardly, God. Lord, we just submit ourselves afresh to you. And even in this moment, God, would you be at work in our hearts? And God, I want to pray for those people who have been so faithful (laughs) week in, week out, their whole lives, God, who have prayed, who have sought your face, God. Lord, I pray that you would just bless them, God, but I pray that you would continue to draw them closer, Lord. That where they're at, that they would know there's more beyond that. Thank you, God. Lord, we just pray. We just ask. We just ask you, God, as your church. God, as your children who love you. Lord, would you just turn our faces and our, and our ears toward you, God? Would you just teach us, Lord? Lord, for the rest of this week and beyond, God, would you just teach us how to follow you, Lord? How to have that faith that has an outward expression. And Lord, I pray for each person who would bravely step out this week with an outward expression of their faith. Holy Spirit, that you would be at work in situations. Holy Spirit, that you would be speaking to people who are on the receiving end, God, of your goodness and your kindness. We want to be those people, God. We want to be those children who represent you well, Lord. And I thank you, God, that you're going to help us. So we give this morning to you now, God. And we pray that as we go about our week, that we would hear your voice clearly like never before, God. That we would know your presence with us like never before. And we thank you, Lord, for everything that you will do in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Awesome. We are going to have lunch together. Is anyone hungry? Who didn't have breakfast? Oh, you guys are way better than me. (laughs) 
Okay, we're going to stick around and have a barbecue. Why don't you say hello to somebody? If you need prayer, our elders are going to be out the front here. If you want to respond to anything that you've heard, and if you just want to go and fill up your tummy, then that's awesome too. We love you, and we will see you again next Sunday. Pastor Daz will be with us.